0: Yeah! Where I became 9 women 5 and 3 There was before my do. I She knows that dog, but a do, song and Spot where all the G's met. Once again, we're back with another episode. Continuing our series, continuing on our series, I was talking about basically the lives of men in general. Because this month was supposed to be my um men's mental health awareness month. So basically, I decided you know we're gonna we're going to dedicate a lot a lot of time to dedicate to talk about issues that affect guys out right here. So um I received a lot of feedback regarding our last episodes. And uh, I'm actually grateful that most of you opened up and talked to me about what you guys are going through. Um, Well, it's a silent pandemic. People are not willing to talk about it. But those who came up and talked about it, man, I hope you find a way of, you know, going about it. Because it's something you can fix. Definitely. Nothing is irreversible. So on, on today's episode... We are going to talk about um relationships and marriage why are we talking about this um having done a lot of research i realized that a lot of issues that affect guys out here are greatly determined by the factor of who you are with your partner who's your life partner whether is it a short-term relationship is it a long-term relationship who you have as a partner greatly influences the kind of personality you have and uh, your conditioning generally as a man. Um, Heavy alcoholism, things like heavy alcoholism, suicides, bankruptcy, and even murders have been greatly linked with relationship issues among men. So it definitely uh, begs to question whether guys are making the right decisions in terms of who they are settling with, whether it's in the long term or in the short term. So, in the short term, um, I came to a conclusion that in the in the years that have gone by recently, we've seen a spike in the number of divorces in the country. Whether it's internal, internally as a country, as in at a country level or at an international level, the number of divorce cases have greatly influenced. It also it also begs to wonder whether we are adhering to the initial basics the basics of maintaining healthy relationships as men and women out here. So we are going to start off from a very interesting perspective. Why why are relationships not working and why are they being counterproductive out here? Why are relationships being counterproductive? Because to me Angali that most, most of um heavy heavy alcoholics most of these heavy alcoholics uh, most of the guys who are committing suicide out here, most of the guys who are running bankrupt out here, most of the guys who are killing and murdering guys out here, in co linked sana to their relationships with the women in their lives. So, we're going to start off by actually evaluating why relationships and marriages are not working out here. Why are they not working? So that's the question. Um... We're going to look at some random statistics, not very random actually this is a this is a survey that was done and it was done in the states but Kenya is a country that heavily we heavily um adopt and how do I put it um we 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 adopt the western culture a lot so definitely the statistics on the other side are going to have a very huge bearing effect on the culture and the expectations from the society on this other side so any what i'm trying to say is whatever that whatever these statistics are they are likely to be translated to a kenyan setup maybe not right now but in the future you understand because this you copy the rest Anna. so over 115 studies carried out in relationships and um uh, you know relationships among men and women there are conclusions that were reached that they came to a realization that um, a lot of marriages and relationships ended and broke up um, over this COVID period. Uh, come to think of it, there's a friend of mine, Alikoua ananiambia. The reason why most of the relationships that we have out here came to an end during COVID is because this was the first time guys were actually staying together for a long time. Like before COVID, you would find guys... Let's say in a setup your girlfriend boyfriend who just settled but well they're not in a marriage they're just cohabiting you find that this guy goes to work every morning and a really journey right so like contact time is very minimal and then in the morning he's going to wake up at something like four and he's going to go to work it's a cycle right it becomes a cycle so the number of contact hours is reduced greatly now during covid go to a point where we, we were locked in our houses and we'd have to spend a lot of time with our partners so you find like for the first time now they're having this great number of hours of contact you're in the house the whole day and then this is the point another could realize this partner that you have isn't what you expected because so now you're spending time with him and you're realizing the character they have you see this is just one of the reasons, and and I co attributed to why it was why relationships and marriages ended uh, uh, during COVID a lot. But these are statistics on divorce. So in twenty nineteen, um, the marriage rate was at six point one, six point one per every thousand in the total population. This is like out of a thousand people, six six were married. You get and the divorce rate at this time in two thousand and nineteen was two point seven. Uh, a thousand, a thousand people. You understand, two point seven divorce going to acquire divorce for every thousand, thousand people shindyo. So the rates of both marriage and divorce, they seem to be reducing. size they they seem to be reducing because guys are taking much longer to marry. Unlike Kitambo, Kitambo guys would be married at the age of twenty two, twenty. But right now, people have moved the age further on. You say like, you know, I want to settle at the age of twenty seven. So we see that the rates seem to be dropped because people are delaying it. You get so currently divorce rates for a thousand married women is at sixteen point nine. This is a very accurate figure, sasa sixteen point nine of every one thousand women are divorced. You get, and almost fifty percent of the marriages in the states end up every. Okay, this is um almost fifty percent of marriages. Will end up in either divorce or separation. This is half you get half. And then 41% of first all first marriages end in divorce. Isn't it? Marriages are ones like you know, the first time you ever get married 40, 41% is a 41% likelihood the two guys won't end up together. You get and then 60% of people, 60% of uh, all this. Divorces then involve people between the ages of twenty five and thirty nine, ages of twenty five and thirty nine, there's a sixty percent likelihood you are not going to end up with that person you've selected as a life partner. You understand me, okay? And then there's a there's another statistic up in a summer Wives are the ones who are most likely to file for divorce at sixty six percent on average. You get, and even at seventy five percent in some cases, in some countries, basically. So, um, according to the same findings, the reasons why most people divorce, like according to easy statistics, 73% of the people say that the reason why they ended their marriages is because of lack of commitments. 56% say that they ended their marriages because of arguing. 55% claim their marriage ended because of infidelity. 46% claim that, you know, they ended their marriage because they married while they were too young. 45% say that they ended the relationship because of the unrealistic expectations they had before they settled with their their people. And then 44% say that the reason why they end their relationship is because of lack of equality in the relationship. 41% say it's because of lack of preparation for marriage. And a small 25% say that the reason why they end their marriage is because of domestic violence and abuse in their homes. Then there's a funny statistic by then, I notice that um women who engage in sexual activity at an early age between the age of um fifteen to eighteen are three times likely to end up in a divorce i don't know very very weird statistic but we've seen that divorce has become such a norm a normality i don't know normality is the word, but it become very common it's it's become very common, and divorces lead to. Other issues in the lives of men. Sindio in a letter is alcoholism, it ctc mtu mtuana kuwa familia yake, inakuwa, inakwanga attributed to what what is happening in your life in terms of relationships and marriage generally. So this is a this is the basis of our conversation today. Why marriage is not working? What should we do right? As guys, especially you. These are things, if you don't make the right choice, it'll definitely affect you negatively in the future. So this is the basis of our conversation today, and we're going to start. So, um, we're going to start with what, what, what do you need to choose or what do you need to look for in a life partner if you want to avoid a lot of negativity in your life. And then we're going to look at what are some of the... Realities of marriage and settling down with someone for the long term because, um, Nikiangalia, a majority of our, my listeners right now they are people who are between the ages of 18 and 25, so definitely you're heading into this phase. That's why I thought it is important we have this conversation. We're going to look at some of the harsh realities of a long term relationship and some of the red flags you should be looking out for when you're settling when you're looking for a partner. And what are the responsibilities of you as a guy in a relationship or even in a marriage setup, okay? So, um, we're going to start off with some of the realities of a long-term relationship. The reason why I'm putting a lot of emphasis on this conversation is the decision that you make in terms of who you are going to settle with for the long term. It's basically starting from who you are you go- you who you are settling with for sh- for the short term, who's your boyfriend or your girlfriend that means a lot about your temperament in terms of how you approach things. Mambu mm-hmm. kama alcoholism, suicide again, I've mentioned these things. It's not going to na who you choose as a partner. I don't know if you guys understand me, but I know you do. So what are some of the re- realities of settling with someone on a long-term basis? What are some of the harsh realities of this thing? Number one, the moment you decide to settle with someone for a long term, you should understand that it is never an escape. Whether it's marriage well, come, and come with sta set up, but the moment you decide to settle with someone for a long term, it's a thing you should remember that this is not an escape. It's not an escape an, an escape for you to, to 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 escape from your it's not an escape from um, struggle with sin or identity. Someone will settle with a lady, maybe he is struggling with sexuality, with his sexuality he is gay, lakini Jewish society precious sana, he's like no, 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 I'm going to settle with a woman so that I see him that I am not gay. It's an identity issue. But you get into a marriage, then you unakoe exposed. So people should learn that marriage is never an escape. It's not. It's not an escape from things like porn addiction because unafikiria. Maybe because I, I don't have a woman. When you're working, pay sex every day. If I marry, of course, I'll be getting it every day. I won't be addicted to pornography. You won't. It's never an escape. The only escape it guarantees is escape from independence. You understand me? Like the only escape in you marriage or a long-term setup is a penny. You will not have independence anymore. You will have to be accountable to someone. That is the only escape. It is never an escape. So before you decide to settle with someone, sort out your issues first. It's in a long-term relationship or commitment. If you struggle You are struggling with confidence. Then you believe that in, case, and in a case whereby someone marries me, it means I'm wanted. I, I can be loved. I'm lovable. It's never the case. The figure, because in a marriage, it's where you get exposed. All those things you hide in secret. You to light. Because you have to do it for a long time and you realize this guy is struggling with this stuff. And he's been hiding it. He's trying to escape because he's settling, he's settling with me. You understand me? Number two, a marriage or a long-term setup has a grand design and purpose. Well, in the current the current era and age makes things like marriage seem like a, a never ending sleepover. Well, it, it guarantees that you're going to have your best friend by your side through most of your nights. But there's always a grand design and purpose for it. And the purpose for us Christians it is to show the beauty of Christ, um how he loves and the intimacy relationship with him brings basically uh, when you accept christ then you get into a marriage with christ you understand so it's it's a relationship and yes gileto on a humanly level the perfect illustration of the love and the intimacy we share with christ is the love and intimacy we share with our partner so there's always a purpose and Grand design, seek it when you happen just for the sake. You just don't settle for with someone with just any random person without with any because of a random reason. You understand me? Yani nim to me carefully so that you may demonstrate love, affection, care, just like Christ did for us. That is the grand design and purpose of settling with someone. Number three is the fact that marriages are usually harder than you think. Settling with someone for a long time is really difficult. Because, basically, um, it is assumed that there is no good thing in this world that comes without struggle. Unless you're you're winning a lottery or something. But all good things in life come with their cons. They just don't come with pros only. Ahizikujena, only the good side. There's always a dark side of this thing. They're usually so hard. Because... For for so long, you have to basically understand a stranger. Okay, not not really a stranger, but in a fikanga point, in some marriage setups, you realize you don't know this person. This is a stranger, you understand? Like, there are so many things, there are so many conflicts you have to overcome. There are so many challenges that you have to embrace and go through with your person. It's usually so difficult, but social media probably will paint out marriage to be this... Very nice thing and you are going on holidays, taking nice photos, always in love. But then there are the bad days. That is one thing people need to understand, especially us guys. There are going to be difficult days. You have to be there through those difficult days. So it's usually harder than you think. Then another thing that um, guys need to understand is that marriage is not the ultimate goal in life. Marriage is definitely a gift, and a gift with a great purpose. We see, we've seen that it, there's always a grand design and purpose behind it, but like all gifts, um, it is not in de- intended to be sought after more than the giver. Who is the giver? The giver of the giver of gifts in in, in, in our worldly context. In our worldly context, ni mungu mungu So the ultimate purpose is not marriage. Inasmuch as much as marriage is so important, one thing and one reality we should also be aware of is that being single isn't a bad thing as well. Just as it probably gonna pressure me, yeah, you know, I need to settle down. I need to to be married so that this and this can happen, so that I can have a companion, so that I can have children, you know. But it is not the ultimate purpose for us guys, especially singleness, from even even from history. We see people like monks, priests, these are guys who are single, right? They never get into long-term commitments with anyone except with Christ himself and with the church. So this is not the ultimate purpose. It is very important. It is something that has great meaning and uh, and, uh, meaning to us men, but then it is not the ultimate purpose. We should also be proud of singleness. We should also embrace it because there are also cons, there are also pros. To, to being single. If you are single, you on have more time and dedication to be in service with Christ. Do you understand? So, the ultimate goal isn't to get married. No one should pressure you into, into marriage. No, 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 no. It's something that comes as a gift from God. And you can't seek for a marriage more than how you seek God. There's a book There's a book I, we started on a while back to Maximize Manhood. There's a point the writer says that. There are people who are so committed and so pushed by their marriages that it becomes um it becomes an idol to them. It becomes the ultimate good, the ultimate goal. They seek to be perfect in their marriages even more than they seek to understand God. And, and it's not the ultimate purpose. It's not no one should pressure you into it in as much as it's good. It's really nice, but no one should really pressure you ah so we've seen some of the realities in easy marriages now um let's let's look at what should you choose or what should you be looking out for when choosing a, a good and a good life partner if you make the mistake of not choosing the right person man some kuna mwana umeana as a struggle na issues mental health is a man who is in a relationship with a woman who he does not love genuinely. The struggle. struggle sana. So what should you be looking out for as a man? As a man the first thing you unafaa ni it is to find someone you can connect with easily. Like saftu um, ya msimunye, you can easily strike a conversation with someone you can talk to. If you are struggling with something, you can be open with them, you can be frank with them can easily connect them they can easily understand you as well your potential partner should also have similar or same interests yeah, when, I, when i get like I share peer interest everything not like everything should be similar but most of the things that you guys there are things you can do together there's a clinical psychologist and relationship expert called sima in gorani she, she she says that um when you decide to spend your life with someone, you must look at things that the two of you love to do together. This will make your life interesting. Like, mkatu unachagua mtu na there are like five or six things you can do together. Maybe there are hobbies that you share, maybe there are visions that are alike. You understand me? There is, a, there is a sense of similar direction at something directed at, one or two things, not someone who you're so different in terms of culture, belief, interest. I'm to You you're like let's go on a date. This person is thinking, eh, hey, we should probably go to to a shooting range, and the other person is thinking of let's go for ice cream. Mko dunia kabisa. At least there's something you can say. Let's go out, and then you're like, um. Let's go watch a game or something, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I like, I like this you understand, like plasma your similarity there should be that small things that you guys have similar have in common, then there should be some there should be a sense of respect towards each other, Kuna you heshma, I respect your decisions, and then you respect. Yeah, maybe when they tell you, "Eat it in a fancy, write a book on that. You, this is that mutual respect. It should exist mutual respect. Then another thing you should check out for is the family history of this person. Um, there's a writer who says that they there are red flags. yeah you check out for if someone's family, if 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 your partner says that their their family was either terrible. Or, I it it was so perfect those two things never make sense the family the family history of your partner should be extreme. this isn't the same age. It, it was so bad, it can't be that bad, and it can't either be so good no no, no. it has to be a mixture of both good to understand the history of this person you're with anatoka wapi don't rush into a relationship you want to settle with someone on a long term basis but you don't understand this person's history would you about wapi and then okay no offense but this is this is also um a statistics I, A statistic I came across that um ladies who come from who are raised by single single moms, they have a very very high probability. I mean if the mother if the mother, the sister um She's from a family whereby most of the women she's seen have have ended up in divorced marriage in divorce. The marriages have ended in divorce. There's a very high likelihood that it will also end in a similar manner. This is a statistic I came across your research. The statistics that I started with. So, you know, the women in her life are just dropping off. Kila time, kila time, what will end up in marriages. Don't think you are going to be an exception. High chances are, here, my friend, you will just end up in another divorce. Just like her sisters, her mother. etc., etc. family history. Something you should check out for. Then, you should also consider things like past relationships. You know, they say it's it's not right to go looking for skeletons in the closet, but how does this person talk about her exes? You understand? June. She said her exes were toxic and stuff. There are no positivity. Then probably is this lady you want to settle with, my friend, is the toxic one. If the people, the men in her life have always been a problem, don't think you're going to be guardian angel who's going to change her life. Nah, it's going to be the same case too. Then you should also check for how this person handles anger. How do they handle anger? You should choose someone who has a temperament to... A temperament in your own as a handle. You know, temperament it also appear in a, in a differ. There are different skills. There are people who get angry and they just become something else so check for things like those check for things like generosity how the virtues that this person has kindness love is are virtues these are virtues they play an important role in terms of how you're going to relate with your woman another thing you should you should also check for is how full their life is the the writer who says that the key to intimacy is the ability to be separate. what does this mean this person should also have a life outside your relationship. una unachagua dame ama wife mwenye, akunavidu, anachase their own dreams, their own ambitions, and then your ambitions collectively, ziki are directed in the same way, pata una songa you understand? It's not someone who puts you at the center of their life, bila wewe, you can't live in such a relationship because you won't have space. Their life has to be full so that you have their thing and you have your thing. You guys can be separate, but you are one. Yeah, yeah. very interesting concept. So these are some of the positive things you should check out for. When not when not respect, it, you don't afraid to temperament, you don't respect, etc. Those things you just said. They'll make your life so easy. As a man, you'll avoid unnecessary drama, stress in your life. if you, if you you If you look at these positives. And then the question is now. What are some of the negative things in you we won't afford to check out for? You are a guy, you want to settle someone. You don't want we don't want you to end up as an alcoholic when you're up or depressed in town because your wife is putting you through hell. So, what are some of the red flags you should check out for when you want to settle for with someone on a long-term basis? Number one if someone is always criticizing you, there's a difference between complaining and criticizing, and I'll give a perfect example. This is a concept in a uh, home. Cindy, Michelewa not home, okay. You're heading home but mechalewa, right? So your partner expects to come call but um. This is someone who's your partner of course will want to express themselves. They'll either complain or criticize you. A, a woman who's going to complain will be like, um, I was concerned why you are you are running late and you didn't call me. You understand? This is someone who's complaining. But now criticizing. She'll be like, you know you're not forgetful. I know you're not forgetful. You're just selfish and you never think of me. You understand? This is someone who's criticizing you. Man, if you peace of mind in this life, avoid this kind of women who will always be there to criticize you. Complaining is allowed. It's very healthy to express yourself. But the way you put it out there as a woman, if she put it out in a way that you can't be down. Bro, red flag, avoid. Avoid. Run. Run for your life. If 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 that person treats you with contempt, whether it's a man or a woman, but in this case we are looking at you as a guy because you ya juyawanaume, sindio. If she treats you with contempt, that's a woman who is constantly mocking you, who's being sarcastic when you're telling her stuff or when she's telling you stuff. Someone who disrespects you. Red flag, my chana nayo. You story If you can't change her from that, just leave her alone. If she's someone who gets very defensive, Defensive people are never people who never apologize. She'll be like, no. When something goes wrong, she'll just turn it around, become very defensive, and she'll always paint this image that you are the problem. If you see that character and you want to settle with someone, maze chorea kabisa, leave her person alone. Then there are people who do the opposite. Instead of being defensive, there are these women who stonewall you. Stonewalling is defin- is, is is what we say instead of facing the problem head on instead of communicating this person gives you silent treatment now this is even worse than the person who who gets defensive who you are easy to zone off she doesn't want to like silence becomes a form of punishment and it's the worst kind of punishment there's a writer called um i don't know Liam Liam someone she she, she says that there are the four the four horsemen of bad relationships oh the four okay ni basically the four red major red flags in a life partner jusa tunangalia red flags you as a guy you should be checking out for the yeah, the four of them zinakwanga let me just mention them zinakwanga criticism contempt defensiveness and stonewalling is are the you need mention the first four horsemen so anytime you see those four you're a red flag bro kwa utaki kuenda a depressed man in your in your marriage when you see those four things just if she needs constant reassurance, then, to some degree, it's a big red flag. Why? why? Why do I say it's a red flag? You don't want to be in a relationship whereby, you have confidence in a rest solely on your reassurance, you constantly reminding them. We say that um, the greatest form of intimacy is learning to be separate of each other. As in being happy outside the two of you, outside each other's um, boundaries. Una get, kila mseha kitu na make happy. Kila mseha nazaji ya they are good enough. And none of you has to weigh, to be weighed down by the by the responsibility of being an an emotional pick up. You understand? They say that everyone needs an emotional pick me up now and then. Of course, it's very normal. Kuna time ukochini, you need that someone who reassures you of your dreams, your ambition, you know, your beauty and stuff. But when he becomes in a figure point in a constant, and the whole day, you get that's a big red flag. You don't want to settle down with such kind of a person. You about an emotional pickup. This person is going to be a mess all the time unless you are constantly there to reassure them. You understand? In a, in a way, it seems quite um harsh to the ladies, but this is true. If she needs constant reassurance, constant, she just mm-hmm. say reassurance. Reassurance is good, but constant. Ah. Then another thing is if the lady you want to settle down with is always speaking to her ex, red flag, bro. Bro, you'll be very stupid to settle down with such a person. Constantly speaking to her ex, a very recent ex. Then he begs to wonder, Are you are you a rebound? Are you there as these guys are trying to patch things up? You know, ask yourself such kind of things. Just avoid if if someone is always speaking to their ex man, you would be the backup guy. When you want rebound, Another thing is she's always a drama queen. Drama queens are this kind of women when you wanna make it always about them. You tell them you're sick and then they are like they are on their deathbed. You understand? It's always about them. There's always drama revolving around them. Bro, if she's a drama queen man, just walk away. Nah no, na no, no, no. Drama is something you as a man you should avoid. Another thing that I found quite interesting is in case you want to settle down with someone and you realize that this person doesn't read, and doesn't push themselves to grow. Doesn't, okay, not necessarily, not necessarily, at a customer, but a person who doesn't push themselves to grow. If your girlfriend probably isn't interested in reading or learning, or even looking, um, or even looking, lo- looking down simple, small, small small things, it's a very terrible sign, because we are stagnant in terms of growth. And one thing is, you're either growing by experience or by exposing yourself to things like books. you either growing yourself as a person by taking care of your physique. As a lady, you can clearly see that she's getting overweight and she's getting very comfortable in your home. But she's not willing to work on it and you're not comfortable with it. Yeah? But kila time you want to bring up the conversation, she won't talk about it. She doesn't want to talk about it. She's not focused on her personal growth as a person. like. Yeah, na If you're in a relationship with such a person and you want to settle down for a long term basis, bro, you are the red flag grow. It's going to be difficult. Especially if you as a if you as a man are constantly pushing yourself to become better. It's going to be Like in a reverse of what you are as a person. The relationship in a lack. Strong foundation because I'm focused in the same direction. So, isn't red flags? Isn't it the new one to check out for? But then, above all things, the question is what are some of your responsibilities as a man in a relationship, whether it's short term or long term? Where are you responsible? At the end of the day, it always boils down to you as a man. What are you doing? What are you supposed to be doing? Number one, you're supposed to love and respect your woman. For who she is, for who she is, not for who she is, very different. Just focus your love and attention on her, on her beauty, like not just her external beauty, but what is within her, her sensibility and her personality. Treat your lady with a lot of dignity and respect. That's how we mzuri sinior. We may avoid these red flags. What? Now you are settling down with someone. You don't want to end up in a divorce. What are you supposed to do? You're supposed to live in a certain way in a marriage. Personally, I'm not a married guy. These are things I've done research on and I'm telling you guys. These concepts are quite flexible. So, whatever fits you, just apply it. But I know that most of them are going to be correct things. So, love your person and respect them for who they are. Their inner beauty, their personality, their sensibility. Yeah? You, one thing you should be aware of, that outer beauty, that very beautiful, cavicious lady that you've fallen for, she's not going to be like that all the time. She's going to grow old someday. Eh? Now, what will you be left with? If you don't love her for who she is, once that outer beauty fades away, then utabaki na shell ya mtu mazi, unangalezi, unafika kwa what did I but the question is, who did you marry? That's, that should be what you're supposed to be concerned with. That's your number one responsibility. Number two, you should be committed to the relationship fully as a man. Don't cheat, bano. Nourish and strengthen your relationship with honest communication and teamwork. Once you settle down with someone now that you've decided to settle down, Majama, commit to that relationship fully. Protect your partner, peer, physically and emotionally. Wewe kaa mwanaume number. Your number. One of your main responsibilities in that relationship is to protect your partner physically and emotionally. In a manisha, no one should be assaulting your lady just out of anywhere. At times, as a man, you should be ready to throw that punch if necessary. You should be ready to do it. Emotionally, Pia, you can't stand your woman being abused emotionally while you're there. Then it loses meaning. What is your value in her life if you can't protect her? You have to be that protector. Understand me. But pia sensibly. The situation whereby unapata, maybe you chose wrongly. People make mistakes. You chose a drama queen. She's gone. She's caused trouble. so abusive and so aggressive. You find that she's the one who's at fault. So, pia You just don't jump into conclusion. Think, Think and act. And act like a man. Number three, you must fulfill your partner both mentally and physically. Mentally meaning that you should help her in terms of things like uh, decision-making, in terms of planning. Involve her in your plans, long-term plans. This is what we want to do in the next 10 years. You want to be here and here and here. Uh-huh. You fulfill her. You give her that mental security. Eh? Security. This guy is fulfilling me mentally. And then physically. Dominate her. Take care of her physically. That's how you are going to carry yourself in the bedroom. You have to be strong. You have to be dominant. She has to feel you. You also have to fulfill her in that sector. Then you have to take first-time initiative in your relationship. Or it's your short-term relationship. Basically, dating is a reflection of how you're going to carry yourself when you get married. So whatever we are talking about marriage is not going to be so different uh, with how you are going to do it while you're dating. These are principles orders that you' can apply in your dating scene are the same principles you're going to apply in your marriage, and the reverse and the reverse is true, yeah? so you have to take first time initiative in your in your in your relationship. you always lead yeah especially now that you're dating um number one I don't know if you guys have ever seen women complaining that um a guy. Tells a lady, you know, I want to take you out tomorrow, right? Yes, when the lady is like, okay. But then you start saying, where do you want us to go? Ah, no, no, no. That's, that's a thing you should avoid. mazi. Yo okay, unachomo. You take initiative, you lead. You say, tomorrow we are going here and here and here. Let's meet at this time. That's how you lead. Not, we are going out tomorrow. Where do you want to go? Where do you, what do you want to eat? It's okay to consider the opinions. But women like it when you guys take initiative, you lead. You say, we are going here and here and here, let's meet at this time. You understand? A woman feels she's with a decisive man. It goes hand in hand with the fact that as a man, you should also be decisive. You should step up and make tough decisions in your relationship. A could date. Unajogu kianza, hapa in the dating scene, this is the same thing you are going to apply in your marriage. That's if you end up in a marriage. You have to step up, make tough decisions, lead in your relationship. Women don't like making decisions for themselves. To be honest, that's a thing that most women would say. They want to be with a man who can tell them, we are doing this and this and this, and then they they are willing to support you. They like it when you are leading, but in the right direction. Not leading in the wrong direction. You lead, but in the right direction. He'll always appreciate you for that. You'll be like, hey, tomorrow we are going here and here. I like that dress of yours. Would you wait for me? you are the man she becomes she becomes very proud of you because mzigo a decision making she knows that you are capable of leading her in the right direction. She feels that security of being with a man who is responsible enough to make decisions for her That decision also involves Mkikosana. Um, how do you approach usually tackle issues head on. Speak your mind. A woman loves a man who speaks his mind. And that is your responsibility in a, in a relationship. Starting from your dating scenes to your marriages. Speak your mind. She loves you for that. You should also learn to take responsibility for your actions and decisions. When you mess up, say Emma, by the way, I've messed up and I'm sorry because of this and this. I'm going to repeat this this even a, nah. Even take responsibility for your actions another thing that you should do as a man, a responsible man in a marriage or in a relationship. And finally, once you settle down or you've settled, whether you're dating or you're married, learn to pursue other passions that don't involve your woman. is <inaudible> <inaudible> there, baby, baby, let's do this with you, I can't do this without you, you understand? No, 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 she wants you to pursue your passions. Your relationship should not fully define you as a man. You should give yourself and get space. You should give your woman and get you as yourself some space. Do your own thing. Pursue your dreams. Pursue your goals. She wants to support you. She doesn't want you to be an emotional baggage to her, to be Mr. Uh, Pick me up all the time. No, 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 no. She wants you to pursue other things. Once you become responsible like that, then definitely. Will be first of all, you will have made the right decision in terms of who you choose, you will have known the reality of a long-term relationship, utaquaa Umeangalia, some of the red flags to avoid and now you have the responsibility you know your responsibility as a man as a man. once you follow these four things I think I think and I believe that you will have done the right you have made the right decisions in terms of selection uh, and finally setting up yourself as a married as a married man. Or as a man in a, a long term relationship. So that was our conversation today. Ukifanya is if probably atuta kupataka kwa club, ukilea, nini nini. you won't hear of cases of men committing suicide uh, committing suicide because of the baggage that they are going through in terms of their relationship. You won't hear of issues of fifty fifty in a tango those cases excuse me, those cases whereby you break up and you have to split your your wealth. Wealth that you build with someone, uh, at times you built yourself. Yeah. You will not hear of cases of guys getting angry and um, killing and shooting their wives and children. Those kind of things that we avoid by just understanding the concept of relationships and marriages, uh, ourselves as men, in terms of what we need to look out for, what we need to avoid. get So that was our conversation for today. It is a conversation i found rather tough because I'm not quite experienced. I, mean, in parlor, so I just hope that the conversation is going to be helpful to one or two people. The guys who are close to getting to this age or the people who are at this age already. Just look out for these things. Be careful. This is a long-term decision that you make that can affect your life in a way that you can't imagine. So make the right choice. And be the right man for your woman in terms of how irresponsible you're going to be. I then I count down to how responsible are you as a man. So that is the end of our conversation today. I'm looking forward to our uh, um our next conversation. Our next conversation we're gonna talk about finances. You as a man, how are you supposed to financially plan yourself? That is our next conversation. Um, I don't know when we're gonna have it, but very soon. So be blessed, and I hope. And of for earlier this series where we're basically talking about matters men so have a great weekend we are almost getting the weekend basically so be blessed Maggie. Jumbo. Jambo kwana, habari gani, nzuri sana Wageni, mwakaribishwa, Kenya yeto, hakuna matata